Hi, everyone. I'm excited because today I'm speaking here with my girlfriend, Jackie Meow. We're talking about speech anxiety. And I didn't realize it's such a big problem a lot of people face. Uh, they're afraid to speak in front of other people, you know, and, and so I recently joined the Toastmasters. I've always been interested in joining, but, you know, before the pandemic, it was, you know, you had to drive to a meeting and it was a, it seemed like such a commitment um, out of my busy life to, to do that. And now, thankfully, um, my friend Jackie started this club where we're, we meet on Zooms and uh, it's been such a great opportunity for me to learn how to speak, prepare writing and present and get feedback, which is another skill in itself is incorporating what you're learning to do. Uh, so I want to introduce you to her while you're here. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, thank you. Please feel free to drop a comment, drop some love. We love your love. So, and if you're watching uh, on a podcast episode, we'll leave you information later on and check the show notes on how to connect with either Jackie or myself if you're interested in learning more about the Toastmasters. So without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about the backstory about my relationship with Jackie. So Jackie and I have known each other through the Periscope app, which was a live stream app. And I had been playing around with it and got thankfully got connected to a wonderful group of women called the Perry Girls. And together, um, this community supported each other, uplifted each other, gave each other tricks and tips for speaking in on an app, on a social media app where we're able to share what we love. And for me, I loved watching Jackie because she's a comedian she always she had she can switch to different accents and she just sucks you in and she's always cooking in fact we called her dining happy that was her name dining happy and she would make the most delicious looking food and the conversation back and forth while she was cooking you felt like you were there in the kitchen with her and little did i know until this toastmasters and getting to know jackie on a deeper level that she actually suffered from you know, this anxiety of speaking in front of a crowd. And I would never have guessed it because she's, I look at her today and I feel like, wow, look at her, how successful she's been really connecting with people and encouraging them to, to shine their light in the world as well. So without further ado, I mean, I could go on and on about Jackie, besides being the founder and president of the digital CEOs, I'm uh, oh, sorry, not the digital, not the digital, the digital content creators with the content creators that we are. Uh, can you tell? I need to work on my Toastmasters skills. <laughs> the content creators, Toastmasters. creators, Toastmasters. Say that one more time. The digital creators, Toastmasters. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> I have been um, incorporating James Wedmore's um, class this last week. So I have the digital content creators all around my brain right now. So thank oh, you. For, thank you for translating for me. <laughs> okay, let's bring her in, everybody. Are you welcome? Let's all give Jackie a warm welcome with an aloha or say hi from wherever you're watching in the world. Thank you, Jackie, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Gina. 
Awesome. Oh, I just am interested because you've been in Toastmasters for a long time. When did you start? What got you involved in that? And was it too, was the reason to work on your public speaking skills? You know, that's a very interesting question. Actually, what got me into Toastmasters was a need, really. Hello, Sarah. So it was a need, really. I was involved in a charity organizing event and I needed I needed to recruit some volunteers and a friend of mine who is a very established Toastmaster she said that she would help and she just had a Toastmasters meeting and she said why don't you come to a Toastmasters meeting and I knew that I needed her help so I said okay I'll go and so I went to this meeting and there are people just in a room standing up and talking and that's all they kind of do <laughs> go to a meeting they <laughs> talk and i was fascinated because it was just there're just people there and they're giving speeches and they're evaluators that evaluate your speech and so it got me sort of like got my interest peaked but really the mm -hmm. reason that i got interested in it was because i I uh, I was with a bunch of people that I knew anyway, and they were Toastmasters. And this friend of mine, she who was my men mentor in the Toastmasters, and she got me into it. And that was 2010, and that was 12 years ago. Wow, that's so yeah. awesome! Look where you've come. I mean, this has really helped you a lot. Of of all that you've learned. Why do you stay involved in it? You know, is it for the community or for the lessons that you're learning? What do, what skills do you want to improve on? There's so many things. I first joined it because I thought like, wow, this is a fun group of people. They're all very positive and they're working on their personal development skills. I thought that was just so awesome. People wanting to improve. And they're happy and you go in and you just get this vibe where everyone just are so supportive of each other. And so that was what attracted me. But what made me stay was just that scene is just the baseline that's always there. It doesn't matter where in the world I go to and which Toastmaster club I visit. It's just that sort of positive vibe and the just the the learning, the 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 yearning and the learning, the yearning to be better and the learning is always there. And so I don't know. And here we are 12 years later, I'm still a Toastmaster. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you said that it's an international community and you can visit different chapters and make new friends. What a nice opportunity to expand your influence and also connect with people yeah the community is amazing i think that's what really keeps me in the toastmasters i've been a toastmaster in two districts one in asia and one here in the states and it's it's just the community is what makes me stay and of course the community and the personal development i think yeah I don't know. There's just a magic attached to the Toastmasters. And even though there are all these other new things that come, it's just Toastmasters. I can't seem to step away from it because I get this really <laughs> nice. I just, 
I just get so much benefit out of it. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, in at the time of your life when you entered the Toastmasters to where you are now, that's like a whole different shift. Were you an employee and now you're an entrepreneur? What what was that shift like for you in your business? I was an employee before. Actually, my career timeline is quite rich. I started from just helping out in my family business. And yeah, my dad started to uh, tour companies and five restaurants. So I was helping out with the family business for a while so that's where the entrepreneurial thing the entrepreneurial site was honed and then later on i entered into employment because i got really passionate about technology so i self-taught myself how to do web development and then i entered the job market as a web developer building websites for big companies and uh, companies of all sizes but yeah just that's, uh, and then later on, I became an entrepreneur again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this evolution and Toastmasters has supported you along the way. It's supported me since 2010, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I've, uh, I've always had to do some level of public speaking, but I've always had this morbid fear because it's a scary thing to stand up in front of people, especially a complete room of strangers that you don't know. It's much easier if people already know you. You, you think anyway in your head that they're going to be a bit more sympathetic if you mess up or if you trip up, but in a room full of strangers who are waiting for you to share your message, there is always this performance anxiety thing that comes and for a while I would just get that, just this feeling of fear when I go on stage or whenever I have to do any form of public speaking. Yeah, and I know be, even before we started here, you are not in the live stream space anymore. So even this is your second podcast interview. So I could tell you were really nervous because normally you're so bubbly and happy and energized. And and I could tell you were kind of like um, quiet and like, um, what is the format? What are what do we need to do? You know, like, and I'm like, Jackie, it's okay. You're with me. We're friends. <laughs> we're going to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, been a little different because I was very active before in the live streaming space and then I got pregnant and had a baby and that's like maybe we were three years out since the last time I seriously broadcasted. So I am a little rusty, but I think that the Toastmasters is helping me kind of regain that confidence back So I'm in a supportive community and we meet once a week up until summer we're meeting we're meeting once every twice a month right now, but before we were meeting once a week and that was really helpful. Mm -hmm. Just being able to just get with people and practice. Yeah. But you know what I have to tell everyone here, because I'm sure there's somebody that can relate to this during the pandemic being stuck indoors. 
Now imagine this, everyone, that you're stuck in the house with a two-year-old that's super smart, that is all over the place, wants to learn everything, is going 200 miles an hour, and you have to chase this child around the house, entertain them, clean the house, get them ready, you know, like all of these motherly duties. And that's what Jackie was. You know, I know I was there when I had a baby, and I was, I, I actually remember the day that I was sitting on the living room floor, and, and then my husband came in, and I started to cry because I was tired of being inside, and I needed to get out, and I was not the same person that I was before. And having this community, I'm sure, has helped you so much to have like adult conversations, <laughs> right? Oh, yes. Yeah. With yeah. the pandemic, it was really hard because I couldn't really go out and meet up with friends easily. And even if I could, with a mask on, I was tired most of the time. It's just the sleep deprivation doesn't, doesn't give me enough energy to want to be a pleasant person to be around it's, mm -hmm. it's hard because when you you know how they say you have a few faces and we have a tired face so i felt like i had a tired face all the time and mm -hmm. i didn't really want to just go out and talk to my friends when i was tired just physically tired but with mm -hmm. with this club the the good thing about it is that it's online and so it doesn't it's not as tiring because i don't need to dress up in any special way I don't need to drive somewhere mm -hmm. and I don't need to put up sort of like I don't need to prop it sounds really lazy but I don't need to prop myself up in a certain way in public because uh -huh. I could just do this online and practice speaking and be around this supportive community yeah that's it's and it kind of makes you feel like when you don't have the stress of going to a place to find parking, dealing with traffic, you get there and you know, all of that struggle to get to an, to a Toastmasters meeting in person. Now you're just in the comfort of your own home and you're able to communicate just like this in a situation where you, you know, you're at total ease. Yeah. And the people in our club are pretty awesome. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. There is beauty in showing up to a physical meeting, but we're in a situation right now where that isn't the safest thing to do. And so this is this is what every Toastmaster in every physical location group is doing right now, which is to do it online. Mm -hmm. But what what I did when I started my vision for the club was that we wanted to have a digital one because we're digital creators and we want to use this platform and really maximize our potentials through the digital yeah digital platform so so that's why this is an online club <laughs> okay i have to share with everyone if, if no one's ever gone before it's not just you you have a speech and we actually have fun at, the, at our meetings and one of the things that I love the most is we all take different roles every week so we get to um, take responsibility for different things and one of my favorite parts of the meeting is we do this thing called table topics and it's an impromptu um, question and answer where uh, the, fa the facilitator will give out a question to somebody and you have to answer it you have to only up to two minutes to answer it and 
I think it's the funnest part of the meeting because we can be so creative and and our answers can also be very revealing. Like I noticed we've gotten our club has gotten so much closer because people in just two minutes, you can bond with somebody by getting to know deep into how they're feeling or their past experiences. And so you are amazing. And I know I've only been in Toastmasters for a few months now, but I love watching you prepare for your impromptu speech. And I don't know what you do, but you kind of pull back a little and you kind of think about it and then you put it together in your mind. But in a short amount of time, you present it and it's flawless. And so I want to know, how do you do an impromptu speech? How do you prepare that way? That's really, that's a really good question. The first year of my Toastmasters experience, I was all over the place. And the R counter, which is the person that counts how many pause fillers you have, counted 20 ums and 18 ums for me. Mm. And it, this was during the table topic session. So in two minutes, Wow. We counted almost 40 possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that was to me so shocking. And some of the more some of the more experienced Toastmasters actually told me, Jackie, actually the secret to preparing for a table topics answer is very simple. And with any other kinds of speech as well. It's it's preparation. It's knowing what to do and it's knowing a basic structure. And if you have it down, then you wouldn't be as nervous. Pause fillers come when you're nervous and you don't know what to say. And so that's why you go, um, and uh, and then you drag and then before long, your message gets lost and your two minutes is up. You didn't, you didn't get to say anything, and all you said were possibilities. So I've done a lot of soul searching with regards to table topics mm -hmm. because I was very bad at it in the beginning. So I started just learning from other Toastmasters and through the program how to do it correctly. Mm -hmm. So first of all, learn a structure. So when mm -hmm. you... It's kind of like a three-part structure. When you write a speech, there's an intro, and then there's a body, and then there's a conclusion. So mm -hmm. when you do table topics, it really is a mini speech, right? Mm -hmm. A mini speech that you write in your head very quickly, and you deliver it within two minutes. And so what you need is to have an intro, a body, and a conclusion. So when I get asked the question, I think about how I'm going to formulate the intro, the body, and the conclusion, and I wrap it up nicely. And that's why it sounds like it's, I wouldn't say perfect, but it sounds like more cohesive to have that. Before it was just like, um, I did this, um, I did that, and that's that. So that's not a structure. But if you, if you have the structure and you practice, and it comes with practice, Mm -hmm. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. I don't think by any means that I'm perfect, especially since I haven't been practicing for a very long time. As, as a stay-at-home mom, I don't have that many opportunities to practice. But just the knowledge of the structure is there. 
And so the benefit of being in a group like ours is that you meet fairly regularly to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's how I prepare for table topics, just to think about it in a structural, structural way and then just follow, follow the format. And if you have the format, it's less likely that you'll, you'll, you'll mess it up. Well, thank you for that guidance. Now I will apply that on our meeting on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, in your own experience, what are three um, tips that you could share with somebody on there? If they're feeling fear around public speaking, where do they, where should they start? I think like with anything that you fear, any type of phobia, the way you conquer it is to face it. And the way you do it is to surround yourself with people who want you to succeed in public speaking and just practice and just do it. Yeah, so three tips. The first tip would be do it. If you're afraid of it, do more public speaking, whether you do it in a Toastmasters club setting or you go out and you give speeches, you do more public speaking, you have to face it and you have to conquer your fear by doing. What I like about just doing it in the Toastmasters is that you know that everyone is there to learn. So there people, people are there and they want you to succeed. So they're not judging you the way like non-Toastmasters are because you are in a learning environment for public speaking. So the best thing you could do is to join a club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you practice, you join a club. And I would say surround yourself with a supportive group and community of people who want you to succeed as a public speaker. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That, that is um, exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> so I find it so helpful for me to learn by doing, but I think the best part about being in Toastmasters for me is like you said, the community, cause we're all not perfect. We're all wanting to be better. And so it's kind of like this, um, we all raise each other up and support each other, which makes me feel so comfortable and so love and loved and, and, and supported. So yeah. thank you for creating our club. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for being a member. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share with people regarding, you know, what you do or, you know, our club or anything about anything, any tricks or tips that about life hacks and anything? Yeah. You know, it's, I want to talk more about the Toastmasters because I'm just so passionate about it. I think that some, sometimes when people join Toastmasters, you'll, you'll find that in the beginning, some people try it for one or two meetings and then they decide, Oh, I don't have the time. I can't keep with it. Or, this this takes up too much time, too much effort, and and then they quit, right? So I just want to share as somebody who has been in the Toastmasters for 12 years and who is in touch with people who are in the Toastmasters for some of them for life. We've actually lost a few uh, Toastmasters friends, even while they were Toastmasters. Uh, and, and what I can say is 
Public speaking is something that you need throughout your entire life. It's not, it's not like you want you'll you'll stop speaking in a year <laughs> or there or like you, yeah, it's just you always need to do public speaking. And it's one of those things where you have to practice continuously to be able to do it. If you stop doing it, you basically just lose that fitness, right? So it's just like exercise. If you stop exercising, then you lose that strength and that fitness and the stamina. So it's the same thing with public speaking. It's, it's something that you, you need to do continuously in order to keep at a high level and always game on, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would say that for when you go into a Toastmasters setting, you know, keep an open mind and just think about it as not something that you need to quickly learn and get out of, but that it's just something that it's a it's a lifelong personal development process for you, whether you're a Toastmaster or not. But the 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 uh, the community is there, and the program is amazing. The program is there, so we have something called Pathways, mm-hmm. and in Pathways you get to learn so many different competencies of your choosing. So right now we have thirteen different tracks, I would say, or like paths. They call it paths now. Uh, just off the top of my head, you know, you could choose like if you wanted to focus on humor, then you can choose the engaging humor path. Then you'll learn how to do humor speeches. If you wanted to maybe become a more like a better at sales or something, then you would pick something like persuasive speaking. Or if you wanted to work on leadership, then you would choose something like either innovative planning or there's another module that is under leadership. So there are so many things that you can work on. And these aren't things that you you master in three months. These are things that you master throughout your life. And whatever it is that you do or whatever that you're interested in, you can use the Toastmasters as a, as a platform and as a just have that backing of the community to support you through all your other endeavors. So yeah, so if you are at this stage where you are starting a business, you can use the Toastmasters to help you with that, right? You can get better at giving webinars, Mm -hmm. do a podcast. So there's a project on podcasting. There's also a project on blogging. So Mm -hmm. there's, there's so many things that you can learn through the Toastmasters. The best part of it, and nobody, this is like the biggest non-secret secret is that it doesn't cost $2,000 for a (laughs) course. It is so affordable and so easy for you. It's literally like $7.50 a month for you to join. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) the benefits, I don't know, it's a no-brainer for me, right? Like it to me is a complete no-brainer. And then it opens you up to 360,000 other Toastmasters all over the world. And when you travel, I know a lot of people are like thinking now is the pandemic and people are not traveling internationally. But whenever you can travel again, Mm -hmm. you will have instant friends wherever you go. And this is one of the other reasons why I stay in the Toastmasters. I went to a convention in Bali. Amazing. Wow. 
right? A Toastmasters convention in Bali, it was amazing. We were welcomed by these cultural dancers. They had all these costumes on and they were adorned and all these beautiful ethnic muse, Balinese ethnic musing with all the gongs and things. It was just amazing. And then you have delegates or yes, Toastmasters delegates coming from all different clubs, from all different areas and divisions and yeah so it was a district convention and then you have fun learning for two or three days in the convention and then you have fun later on so we went to this we went to this 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 water theme park called the water bomb and we were all just sliding down these sliding down these long slides and screaming screaming <laughs> our heads off right and these are <laughs> I just, I was just so fun. The yeah. Fun. And the program works. It's been around since I think 1924, I want to say, but don't quote me on it. But the program has been on forever. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. been around forever. Mm -hmm. And they have this Pathways Now, which is a revitalized program, but the organization has been around for a while. Mm -hmm. It's helped so many people. and. In fact, if you if you see if you so you can go on YouTube and just see people talking about the Toastmasters. There are some sort of very prominent, I'd say, digital marketers who are very pro Toastmasters, and and I know one person. I think his name is Dan Locke, and Dan Locke, he's a digital marketer. Mm -hmm. He talks about his experience and how he conquered his fear of public speaking through Toastmasters. And today he's a, a multi-millionaire. Mm -hmm. Multi-millionaire. The biggest thing that has helped him, and he says this, is, is that he conquered his fear and he just practiced and he and he did it through the Toastmasters. Really is a no-brainer. But for for some reason, I feel like people have maybe just different ideas of what it is and then they get scared and then they, they, they run away or I don't know, just, but for me, I'm a lifer. Yeah. Just my friends. Yeah. My friends who are in the Toastmasters, we still talk to each other. I mean, I haven't seen some of my Toastmasters friends in forever. There've been mm -hmm. a few funerals. Uh, yeah. Sad, sad, but yeah, you just make friends for life. Totally. Yeah. And that's that's something that's important to me. I don't know what it's important to you, but for me, I'm a forever friend sort of person. So I, I need those kinds of people in my life, right? The forever yeah. friend type of people. I'm yeah. not really into the high buy types of relationships, even though there is a time and place for that. But for me, like I need to go deep with people. And I need deep hi, Missy Hano Hano. Hi, <laughs> <Hi>, Missy. <laughs> We're talking about the Toastmasters right now. Uh -huh. yeah. So, so for me, that's what I need. I need, I, I need that. I need my forever friends. And mm -hmm. to me, that's just something that's like, it's like air. It's like water to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I get always just being very transient in terms of like, cause I moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. and I, I was living in Malaysia and then I was living in the UK and I lived in New York. I lived in Hawaii and now I live in Seattle. So, so I really needed 
to have a community that I can go back to and say, you know what, these are people that will always be my friends. Yeah. 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 And then, and that's what I have this amazing community. Do you hear that? Yeah. Where's that coming from? <laughs> Neighbors car alarm. <laughs> See, there's some things you can control in your life and there's some things you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that, I do want to ask you, like, if someone is interested in checking out our club, is there a way they can, like, test drive it or come and look and see if this is a perfect fit for them? Yeah, definitely. That's the main. We, we totally welcome guests to come and sit in and observe a meeting. Definitely. We, we meet on Zoom on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And if you're interested, just contact Gina or myself. Mm -hmm. yeah, so Gina will have her contacts, uh, I think, on the, I don't know where you're streaming this, but mm -hmm. you'll you'll have your contact information. Yeah, Gina is our vice president of a membership. So she, she's big deal <laughs> in our club. <laughs> Stepping into those leadership roles yeah. right away. Yes, yes. <laughs> So yeah, get in touch with Gina. You can also get in touch with me, and yeah, and we'll we'll send you the link, and you can come and just attend a meeting and see what it's like. It's just it's it's gonna it's fun. <laughs> yeah, in fact, sometimes our meeting ends and we still stay on on Zoom, <laughs> right? Yeah, we stay on oh. Zoom. I think uh, our record is like an hour after the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for your time, jo um, Jackie. I really appreciate your, you know, doing this with me. And I know you're super busy, but making time to talk about something that is really changed my life because of what you decided to do and form a club, you know. And I appreciate that. How can people contact you or connect with you in some way? Oh yeah, I uh, now that I'm a mom, a full-time mom, I am less active as I used to be, but I'm still hanging around on Instagram. I'm not actively growing my my social network per se, mm -hmm. but I do keep keep uh, people who want to hear from me uh, updated on what's up with my life or what I'm doing. A lot of it is about my son and food because I was doing a lot of food content before. But yeah, I'm on Instagram as Dining Happy. You can also email me directly, info at Jackie.tv. I know that's more direct, <laughs> but if you have a specific question, yeah, just remember to give me a little bit of time to answer because sometimes I am really like changing diapers and <laughs> changing diapers and breeding to my son. So yeah, I, I may be a little slow because my hands are a little tied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So everyone, thank you for watching this episode and listening in. If you have any other questions or comments, please let us know. Have a fabulous day and we'll see you again for another episode. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Aloha. <laughs>